Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Dr. Hoji, the electric smoji, yeah. and John, the brain, Sheeran. So, boys, how are you feeling after, again, the Bengals played a riveting game that came down to the wire? Yeah. Because, really, I mean, the defense is taking shape. The defense was great. And in this introduction, if you will, I want to recap the Bengals and Bears. And I think, you know, the Bears, look, people were counting them out. You know, they, they yeah. said they didn't have a chance. And their defense came back to life. They were a lot of great players. Correct. And they, they take pride in their play. And we held them to like, you know, 83 passing yards, 200 overall yards, right, John? I mean, very stout. It was a defensive game. We came up a little short. So It's it's ironic to me, isn't it? Because the, the best quarterback on the field Sunday was Andy Dalton. And Bengals yeah. fans were scared of Justin Fields coming in for Andy Dalton because we all assumed that he was a better quarterback already. And Justin Fields single-handedly kept the Bengals in the game because as a quarterback, he was very inadequate. And then Justin Fields made two Herculean efforts on two separate occasions that kept the Bears alive and essentially won. It's the beauty of the NFL. Just when you think you know something, you know nothing. Yeah, yeah it is. And, and, and we, but we, we as Bengals fans and, and uh, having gone through the Dalton stage, we know that Dalton is really old reliable. I mean, he does. you can count on him for a, first, a really great first drive. You know, and you can count on him for a really, you know, for 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 moments of of, you know, competence. Really, he's a competent uh, player. I I I I don't know if the the game would have gotten that much difference if, if Andy would have stayed in the whole time. I feel like our defense was doing a lot of really. They they really figured things out quickly, and and they really. Uh, I was I I think the defensive performance on Sunday. Uh, against the Bears, really it deserves recognition as being quite good. Well, you guys don't agree, I don't. No, I mean, I guess really where my mind is right now is that Thursday night game that is coming up. And it's going to be a big game. We're going to have the showdown with Trevor Lawrence. And he's, he's kind of, you know, look, he's looked like the rookie. And we forget that Joe Burrow is kind of still in his rookie season. And this was the first time he looked like a rookie. Ever, I would say. Wouldn't you agree, John? I mean, his first game as a rookie, last year against the Chargers, he came back in that fourth quarter, looked so sharp. So I think a lot of... Well, let's go to Bengals bickering. Well, no, no. Let, I, let's stick yeah. with that for a second. Let me ask you guys this. To what extent do you think that the less mobile Joe Burrow is something he's going to learn how to be? Yeah, it's tough. Because that's a dimension that was helpful for them last year in right. creating a big plays. And exactly. I, I don't know if it's because they want him to stay in the pocket or if he's not comfortable getting outside. Like he only did it like once or twice. And one of them was that savvy little uh, create a unnecessary roughness when he got kind of hit on the sideline there. Like that was the only time he was like scrambling outside. Right. Yeah. They're not really letting him do that right now. And that but is a problem. I don't know I if he can. Do I don't. Yeah. John, that's the thing is I don't, 
I don't see Burrow's movements as fluid as they were before. That is that is my take. He doesn't. He doesn't. He's not as flowing. And and you know those. But he's he, smart enough. He's smart enough that he yeah, can but, learn how to be what like like a Tom Brady is, which is well, just is a plant plant your feet and throw kind of guy. Let us go to Bengals bickering. Because there is a lot here. And what happened is John pointed out in a, in a video where he yeah. came from the, I forgot, it's the, the place where you go, what do you do in a gym, John, by the way? He was in a gym. Well, and, you have and, smoothies, you okay, get yeah, massages. I mean, potter about existential crises okay. and things of that nature. So he came out Acupuncture. of the gym with a lot of clarity. And he said, he made a good point. He said, look, only thing Zach Taylor has going for him, because I've said on the show, Zach Taylor hasn't shown that he's a creative play caller at no. all. No. And uh, so what does he have going for him? It's not the play calling, which is what he was brought in for. Which, by the way, John, let me ask you something. We, when he was hired, he was the QB coach and passing game coordinator. Sean McVay was calling the plays. They didn't have He was never the passing game coordinator. Oh, that's right. That is uh, the Kansas Shane City. Waldron. Yeah. Yeah. But oh, what I'm saying is... He's a QB coach like me. I was a QB coach. And so he never called plays. It was just assumed that he was the closest thing to the guy who called the plays and that he would know how to call plays. Right? He did call plays before, but it just wasn't with the Rams. With the dog. Yeah. So the thing is, it's funny because it's a, like a billion, $2 billion business and they hired someone who they don't even know if he can do the job, which is, well, it's not funny. But it what was your original point? This is getting a little bit into an F4 area that we don't yeah. need okay, to go so to. Okay, what, so what happened was, what happened was, so John says he has a player's coach and players like him. Well, guess what? This week, Joe Burrow called him out. He said, I need to be able to throw the ball deep earlier. Jamar Chase agreed with him and said, we need to do that. And then Brian Callahan comes along and he says, oh, yeah, it was a bad game. But what about those interceptions, huh? That is the exact <laughs> quote. And if you analyze that, what do you get? You get a team in disarray. No, I, 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 I beg to differ, uh, Daddy. I beg to differ that that's what's going on. I, I think there is a little bit of, yeah, everybody, you know, is trying to say what the heart of the problem is. That doesn't mean that they're bickering and it doesn't mean that they're passing blame. A quarterback is responsible for his interceptions. Now, I, I actually think that Joe Burrow's interceptions were not that bad. One of them was a hot potato situation. You get that in the NFL. And I mean, he's, he was trying things and, and it, it was poorly timed and it, it got in the way of a comeback. I agree with that. But what I don't agree with is that somehow uh, Callahan saying that that was the problem is him trying to pin it on Joe Burrow. I don't think Callahan was trying to do that. I think Callahan was trying to say, look, that's what messed up our, our momentum. Just yeah. the same way that, that Zach said, we needed the defense to make a few more plays. He's not saying this is the defense fault. Well, he's saying that he's saying that, look, when defense makes some makes plays that can change the momentum. It's about momentum. It's about mojo. Well, look, I want to bring in an objective voice, a man who hosts the Believe in a Steelers podcast. And the thing about hosting the Believe podcast is the more believers you have, the more people listen. That Are is why starting at this a cult? point, this, at this point, because I'm already show, in one cult, I can't be in two. We have four believers. The Steelers, meanwhile, because of the, the great history and tradition they have, they have far, far more. I don't know how many, but it's probably more than four. With that, I want to bring in the great oh, yeah. Mark Bergen. Mark, Mark Bergen. welcome to the welcome, show. Welcome, Mark Bergen, to the show. So we're talking week Daddy three. Dr. Hoagie and John, thanks for having me. Yeah, you're more than welcome. 
we love you. We love having you here. John, before we get too far into this, what's the mascot you have in the background? Is there Skeletor. a mascot? He's just my roommate. His name is Randall. Um, he doesn't pay rent, but he just chills out. You know, he just watches the games with me. He helps break things down and provides some some nice company for me. Mark, know? Mark, he Excellent. symbolizes he symbolizes the lost hopes of all Cincinnati Bengals fans. The way we have withered away since 1988. That's oh, all. You got, you've yeah, got all last... four teams. You've got all four teams in the division that are at one and one right now. So there's still hope for each of the four teams. Just considering. All of them are at a 500 record through two weeks of the season. Yeah, well, let, but, let us uh, talk we're in about we, position that we're in the odd position that the Steelers actually look like the worst in the bunch. Let us let us talk about week three if we can, if we can put up the title. And uh, look, Mark. Okay, I watched some of the Steelers highlights. Okay, I didn't watch all of the highlights. Probably like I might call them lowlights. Mm-hmm. Well, I, you know what I saw was I saw Ben Roethlisberger. Last, you were on the show last year. You said he might play five or 10 years. And I don't know if you want if you were going to adjust that because I really think Mason Rudolph is being slept on. I would like to see him get some action. Who is sleeping but, on that man? The, the whole country. Free him. Yeah. But, but what I would is say- ben, Is Ben sleeping on top of him? Won't let him get up. That, that would be very detrimental to his play. But Mark- what I want to ask you is, what do you see when you watch Ben Roethlisberger? Because what I see is a man who still wants to play that aggressive style, the backyard school type of play. He is still has uh, his passes still have some zip, but he doesn't have the mobility, if you will, that he used to 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 work around a very poor pass protection. What what do you think? Yes, it's a young offensive line. So you've got two rookies, a left tackle and Dan Moore Jr. starting at left tackle and at the center position, Kendrick Green, also a rookie. Also the left guard, Kevin Dotson's only in his second year. So this is the reason why they bring in Matt Canada to serve as the offensive coordinator this season. Compared to a year ago, you saw Randy Feekner's offense being very predictable. But at least through two weeks of the, of the season thus far, Ben is getting the ball out of his hands faster than any quarterback back in the league if you look at the next gen stats right now about 2.31 or 2.41 seconds per pass attempt for big ben and so the steelers offense became very very predictable a season ago considering the fact that the short passing game became an extension of the running game because the steelers struggled to run the football dead last in the nfl in the 2020 season and at least through the first two weeks of the season 250 rushing yards through the first two weeks in the 2020 season, only 114 through the first two weeks of the 2021 season. So that's something that the Steelers want to improve upon with their first round draft pick of running back Najee Harris out of Alabama, but it just hasn't paid dividends thus far this season. Yeah. Well, uh, speaking of not paying dividends, there is exciting news. Our pod hold on, is partnering with play action pools that come this season to bring some Interactive fun to the sport we love most. You'll be able to get in on the action with our playactionpools.com football pick M challenge, which is open to everyone. Here's how it works. Sign up for a contest, believe football pick M at playactionpools.com and then get your picks in each week. We're going to select the 10 highest produce games of the week between NFL and college football. Whoever gets the most picks correct each week win a pair of electric shoes and sunglasses. Not electric shoes. Again, go to playactionpools.com and sign up for the Believe, B-L-E-A-V, football pick M. And if you plan on hosting your own football contest, 
Go to playactionpools.com today. They've got Survivor, Pick'em, as well as a cool sportsbook style concept called Build Your Bankroll. Playactionpools.com, you know, you're no new home for office sports pools. Woo! Mark. That's, we just made 12 yeah. cents, Mark. 12 uh, yeah. cents. <laughs> the literacy is getting a little better. Well, well no, I, we are okay, counting so, on so you all talk, four of our listeners to You to talk play. about the Steelers, you got to talk about the injuries. You talk about the Steelers, well, you well, got let to us, talk yeah, about let the groins. Let, How yeah, many let's go groins to low, have been let's go to, Yeah, low voltage. So, look, Mark, first of all, can you tell us about the nature of a groin injury and why so many Steelers have it? Are they giving it to each other? Are they passing it on to each other? What is a groin? Why are they hurting their groins? Is it on purpose? I, I read a re- very reputable journal discussed how TJ Watt pulled out his groin dancing after a sack. And this seems to have been confirmed by the Surgeon General. So it seems that the the Steelers are doing some very uh, shady things. They have four groins, right? You have have TJ, you have uh, Joe Hayden. Highsmith, Alex Highsmith. Oh, Alex Highsmith and Devin Bush. Four groins you will be missing on Sunday. When you face and then, the Bengals. And, and, then, and then you got the uh, Sir Spitalat. Yeah. So right. so what is going on? What is going on with the with the Steelers and who's going to play, who's not going to play, who's going to have a groin? Yeah. The big question you have to ask yourself after the loss to the Raiders in week two with TJ Watt is this. Could that groin injury impact him beyond week two? So it's not just missed time, but does it Im- impact his ability to rush the passer and to make plays in the backfield. He led the league in sacks with 15 a year ago, also led the league in tackles for loss. Now, TJ Watt has only missed two games thus far in his five-year NFL career. And that's part of the reason why the Steelers gave him a massive contract extension, $112 million with $80 million guaranteed. So that's part of the reason is because the best ability is availability and he has been as durable as any player. And the game he missed last season was to rest up and get ready for the playoffs. So he could have played in the final week of the 2020 season, but he sat out and rested as well. A lot of the Steelers players did. Now you mentioned the other groin injuries, Joe Hayden and Devin Bush, they did not play against the Raiders. And then you've got to ask yourself, you know, what does that mean? Alex Highsmith, someone who's, uh, in that outside linebacker rotation, along with Watt, and then the big free agent signing in Melvin Ingram. And so the Steelers do have some depth at the outside linebacker position if either Highsmith or Watt aren't able to play just because you bring in Melvin Ingram, who's been a pro bowler before this season as a member of the Chargers. But really, don't sleep on this injury either. Tyson Alualu out for the season with an ankle fracture. He had surgery on Monday as well. So Already, only through two weeks of the season, the Steelers have some injuries to deal with. And you mentioned Big Ben earlier. He showed up in the injury report as well with a left pec injury. I'd expect him yeah. to play. But you mentioned Mason Rudolph wanting to see what oh, he can do. My geez. counter to this would be yeah. that. Hang on. Let, let me counter this really quickly. Please. If Mason answer for the Pittsburgh Steelers, yeah. why would we know who Duck Hodges is, who's no longer even playing in the NFL? He's playing in some other football league right well, now. Well, so look, if, if Mason well, Rudolph were the answer and Big well, Ben, he is there, the answer. We he would the know answer. we would not know hold who on, Duck Hodges. Let, is. let me just let hold on. No, Mason Rudolph is the answer for the Bengals. I wasn't the talking question? about the Steelers. Yeah. I was okay. not talking okay. about the Steelers. Yeah. All right. All no. right. Okay, first of all. Yeah, the question second is how of do we all, get you guys to lose? That's the question. Second of, second Answer, of all, Mason Rudolph. Mason Rudolph. Second of all, how is Big Ben, can we please go to Big Ben? Switch to the Big Ben. 
How is he going to play when he has torn his peck, which is known as the groin of the chest? Yeah. You know, all of you know as well as anybody that without a groin, no, you're laughing. You're laughing on a very serious show, Mark. And I'm I'm sorry, but that is disrespectful. Yeah. We are talking this is football, Mark. No jokes. Yeah. I I mean, I mean, I hate to say it, but you know, I, I what did I expect from a Steelers? Look, hey, are Big they getting ben, Taco Charlton or what? Is that is that a snack that they get for Big Ben? No, no, no. The the the, the Steelers. Uh, tried out. They brought Taco Charlton because of the the the, the, the injury, the T.J. Watt injury. They brought him. Uh, See, this is this is what happens when you take Hoji off the screen. He has time to Google things, and so yeah. he he Googled the first thing that comes up. He found the name. It's Taco breaking. Charlton. Is it's that breaking. from this year? Even we don't know. Look, uh, okay, it's from today. So, but it's Mark, actually, Mark. I want to talk about Big Ben, and it, it, the, in addition to the offensive line, like. It, you know, I mean, he has a pretty good receiving core. Yeah. But is he the? Is he going to? I don't know. I mean, you really think he's going to play? Big, big beyond Ben, the listen, listen. You watched the Steelers play last year, that year. Big Ben is not the Big Ben of five years ago. The day, game isn't about Big Ben. Big yeah. Ben is playing a role, and the Steelers are good enough to compensate for Big Ben being seventy percent of what he used to be, and that's fine. I think they can yeah. live with that because Big Ben was so great. That seventy percent Big Ben is enough for the Steelers. That's the reality. Seventy yeah, percent Big Ben is a still. He's medium Ben. One hundred and seventy percent of the BMI index, which is which is right. something to consider. Yeah, yeah. It's enough cholesterol to power, you know, like a small. Is Ben actually hurt? Like honestly, is he actually hurt? His feelings. Here's Mark. Here's what you got to hope for as a Steelers fan. Potentially get Zach Banner back in week four against Green Bay. He will not play this upcoming week against the Bengals. So you take Chukso Korofor out of the lineup. You get Banner back as a starter along the offensive line. And then this is something I would like to see the Steelers do, considering they spent a first-round pick on Najee Harris. The last time the Steelers ran the ball more than they passed the ball in, in a single game, you got to go all the way back to week six of last season October the 8th, 2020, when the Steelers absolutely walloped the Cleveland Browns 38 to 7. That was the last time the Steelers ran the football more in a single football game than they passed it. Big Ben's in year 18 right now, and you're still asking him to pass at the volume that that you are when there are incompletions and when defenses can sit because they know it's going to be a short passing game. It becomes very. Mark, Mark, my my question is: Is he actually hurt? Because he's he's always on the injury report. You wonder why is Mark pretending his internet is out? Is that what's Uh, going on? Is he avoiding the question? That's the classic. That's the classic Wi-Fi trick. I pulled that trick. Ah, but he's really good at it. What the big Ben is the big uh, can throw fifty times. But I would say this: No, Mark. Look, here's the thing about Big Ben. OK, every time he plays us, they say he's injured, but he's not really injured. That's what John's saying. And it seems well, he like he wasn't on the he wasn't on the injury report after yeah. the game on Sunday. It's something that came he out today. So the injuries. extent of it, is he going to practice? We'll have to see the remainder of the yes, week. It's only two. It matter if he practices. He's going to walk onto the field and he's going to play. And if he doesn't okay. play well, it's he'll, hobble. Be the he'll hobble onto the field. That well, man is so big that he might have an injured person. OK, inside of him and he'll be fine. Okay, I'm going to look. You guys are ganging up on, on Mark. He is our guest. So we're we going, going to be nicer. Look. I'm going to say this, Mark. I, I, I see your points, and I, I think I get it, and I agree. Big Ben needs to carry the ball more. 
if if that if the Steelers are going to win, he can't carry the load by passing so much because when the Steelers run, they win. And I think I think that's good. I say get him going early. I say not like quarterback sneaks. You know, get him out wide. See what he can do. See what he does in the space. I like that idea. Maybe put Mason Rudolph under center and he throws to Big Ben. That is another option. I'm just giving, look, I'm giving the secrets away. You can use them or not. The Steelers are probably listening to the show, trying to find scouting ideas. Let us yeah. move on because look. And notice, notice how he evaded the Taco Charlton question. You're talking you, about a player who's on the practice squad. Like the it's the second first. Oh, round so they did bring him in. That's what they all say. He's on the practice. He's on the practice. He's on the practice squad guys. with Carl Joseph. Two Look. first round picks. But I mean, we're not even talking about a player who's on the active roster. We're talking about a player who's probably not going to play on Sunday. We're talking so about practice. What are we talking about here? Yeah, what okay, are they practicing? Look. That's the question. Well, he can't tell us that. Mark knows, but he can't tell us. I feel like Mark is never going to come back on our show, guys. So please, ask, ask some more serious questions. He doesn't, he doesn't like this uh, dynamic. So let us move on to a more objective and analytical topic. Please, Courtney, the next topic. Hate is all you need. Look, the Steelers and the Bengals don't have a lot going for them this year. Okay, but we are used to them at least... You know, getting in a lot of fights, right? Getting a lot of yeah. flags. Pulling in. But now, yeah. Scratching. Yeah. And the question is, is, you know, rivalry dead? Is because we, we don't have Von Tez perfect. We don't have, who is the guy that uh, always tackled with his head? Uh, the linebacker for the Steelers. Oh, Shazier. Yeah. yeah, we don't have Shazier, the Shazier. Yeah. You no, know, Mitchell. Yeah. We don't have Mike I, Mitchell. I, I mean, I hope it's dead, right? I mean, there was ugly. I was ugly rivalry, and I think yeah. it made the games un, 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 unnecessary. Yeah, but then when we lost, we looked less worse. It was like, oh, you see the refs. Oh, the so you're house. saying? I see. Yeah. You're yeah. saying now that it's dead, we're winning. Yeah. I wish. No, the I'm saying arrived. now when we lose, but we play clean both sides, we look worse than before because it's like. We, you know what I mean? Nobody's bloody oh, yeah. or muddy at the end. Yeah. yeah. Well, There's uh, some mud. Yeah, look, so I think look. we lost Mark. Okay, look like we lost Mark. He probably is never going to be on the show again. Oh, I, I don't think we lost him. him. I yeah. think he's coming back. But I think he knew where look, he was going. Look, he, yeah. here's the thing. That, that deal, the, here's the thing. The, it, let's acknowledge something that's, I know, obvious, but it has to be said. Okay. The Bengals Steelers game is not like any other game of the year. I'll give you an example. Yeah. Last year was a travesty. It was a horrible season, right? And yet I feel a bit chipper about last year when I th- remember that game with, with Ryan Finley smiling on the on the ground and beating the Steelers. Yeah. Beating the Steelers is its own thing, separate yeah. from the rest of the season. That's true. But you know, I, I would say Steelers that hurts. Ryan Finley game. Thank you. Mark came back. Thank you. Thank you to the Believe Podcast Network for uh soothing things over for us because sorry mark i'm sorry i apologize on behalf of my co-hosts who are not professional at all but yeah so basically i think the ryan finley game was as much of an anomaly as you will ever see do you you know about the ryan finley game right mark i mean the steelers they started 11 and 0 and then i think they went like 0 and 11 the rest of the season i don't know how you do it but that's what they did and one of those games was against the Bengals when they were on the decline and the team was kind of like you know, derailed. And, 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 and the Bengals, 
it was such a, a strange game. So you have this guy, Ryan Finley, who can't throw beyond three and a half yards, right? Which, I mean, it's a fair distance. That's about how far I can throw. But a lot of people say it's not good enough. But, and he's not known for being a running quarterback. No. And then he was doing all these weird runs again. It was just such a, a freak game. It was the spirit of the night had yeah. gotten into him. Have you, has that ever happened to you, Mark? Has the spirit of the night ever gotten into you? Can you answer the question, Mark? Yeah. We, we can't hear you. I really want to know the answer to this, Mark. Yeah, yeah Mark. Now. Yeah, yeah. Has the spirit of the night, it's, could you please, yeah, gotten into the spirit of the night? I believe you're talking about when the Steelers lost to the Bengals last season when they well, dropped five of their question. last six games. Yeah. It's so sweet yeah. when you say it. Yeah. So uh, the, the Steelers lost. I forgot. Yeah. Could you go on? They lost on Monday night badly. Please go ahead. He's relishing it, Mark. No, if no. You could describe it. To, no, but what Mark, were they wearing? Here's the thing. What were yeah. they wearing when they lost? What did you have for dinner? Do you hey, remember what you had for yeah. dinner? Yeah. What was what, what was the weather like when they lost, Mark? Can you describe the weather? We're relishing it. <laughs> Do you <laughs> have you mentioned how both teams are playing for anything this year earlier? Yeah. yeah. Steelers are trying to repeat as division champions. I know people seem to forget about that because the Ravens and the Browns also got into the playoffs this season ago. But it sounds like the Bengals really, really valued being the Steelers last season when Steelers were just trying to right the ship while they were getting ready for the whoa, playoffs. Whoa. Didn't do that very successfully, and the wheels fell off last season. Yeah. Well, I would say this. The Bengals are trying to repeat as division champions because technically the word repeat doesn't have to be consecutive. And the Bengals have won the div- division before. So yeah. we are equally trying 70s, to 70s, 80s. We are also trying baby. to get back to the Super Bowl. We were just there 30-something years ago. Yeah. Look, Mark, let, let me ask you about the final topic, if that is okay. Courtney, promotion. Mark, Patreon.com. You've heard of Patreon.com. There's a lot of worthwhile causes. But what about the underdog? What about the Cincinnati Bengals of the podcasting world? I'm talking about the number one Bengals podcast. What about the hairy creatures who, who society yeah. has turned its back on? What about the kids with stinky feet? What about that the is kids? Us. That is yeah. us. And that is our podcast. And, uh, you know, we have two. All new... we have are a few flowers in our pockets in the dream. Well, no, no, look, we have two new patrons. And Mark, just in case you don't know, those are robots who make automatic payments. Patrons. We have two new ones. Yeah. One of them is named Dead Disney. So I want to give we a shout out Robo to Friends. Disney. Robo Friends. Dead Disney. Thank Dead you Disney for becoming solution. a patron. And the other one is uh, Alice Pieritz, who uh, just became a patron as well. That brings us up to seven. And now, why, now you're saying, why should I pay these guys money? Right? I, I don't want to ever hear them speak again. But let me ask you something. Would you rather hear us speak, if you had to, in distorted bad microphones or with crystal clear sound, yes. where it captures all the nuances and subtleties of our delicious voices? Obviously, the latter, Mark. Yeah. We are trying to raise money to get good microphones and studio equipment. And we are like, what? A third of the way there. So if you become a patron, look, guys, I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. I have a ticket to the Thursday night game. Oh, my gosh. Oh. Next week. Yeah. And I bought the ticket, okay. And then I didn't know you have to pay extra for parking on that. I, I can't go to the, 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 the game, basically. I want to give it away, okay? So if we get nine new patrons in support of our quarterback, 
who is being attacked from all sides, opposing teams, offensive coordinators, everybody. If we can get nine new patrons in the Joe Burrow tier, which is $9, by next Tuesday, John, oh, yeah. what is next Tuesday? It's probably it's still September something. September 28th. If we get, yeah. So you look at these tiers, you can see the Jamar Chase tier for a dollar, the Von Bell, $5, Joe Burrow, $9. Wow. If we get nine new Joe Burrow patrons by September 28th, I would give my ticket away to one of the Joe Burrow patrons. So go to patreon.com. Who will be randomly chosen, by the way. Randomly chosen at random. Yeah. Yeah. And Mark, I just, that's what I wanted to share with you. You're not going to ask Mark to be a patron, are you? I think that. I feel like that would be awkward, Mark. I don't know. That's just well, me. let me put it to you like this. If I don't go to the game, I will. Well, we're not playing the Steelers, but I will be representing the Bengals and helping them win, which will hurt the Steelers in the division. So you don't want me to go to the game, Mark. That is your inspiration. Okay. Well, Mark, everybody look. Go well, to maybe Mark's... Mark has something to say. Oh, you please. Know. About Mark promotion. Promote, yeah. your, promote your stuff. Mark. Well, I was going to promote his stuff. So oh, yeah. Mark yeah. is on the Believe in Steelers podcast which is a lot like our podcast. It is, is very similar formats. Uh, we have, you have a former NFL player, Mike Taylor. We have a former QB coach, Dr. Hoji Dilektor Kismoji. So similar range of insights and kind of, you know, insider takes. Uh, Ike Taylor, obviously, uh, is a very fun, loving guy. And he was- I was, I, was, I was a QB coach for an online high school. Right. It was actually a tech mobile championship and i don't know how he could just coach the the qbs but and uh, so yeah so go and leave a five star review for the believe in the steelers podcast it's on the believe podcast network and uh, subscribe and don't give mark a hard time guys please even look you have to listen to it because of you know you want to know your enemy you want to know the Steelers these guys will give you the you heard Mark today he knows all yeah, the I groins feel, I feel I know he's like on top the, of every groin wait 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 wait, yeah. wait 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 I feel like the arc of the show today is that Mark we began as enemies yeah. but we became friends don't you feel that way I feel a vibe Mark hold on Mark vibe, do you feel like the vibe between friends. you and me like we're friends okay. I guess not right. I, no, I, we yeah. might have a different conversation after Sunday so I can't yeah. I, I can't say one way or oh, another man. I have never been. So wow. wow. So, but you are part of the Believe family. So, yeah, we, so we got to keep it he real. Technically, there. Not friends, yeah. but we're family. We will see each other at Thanksgiving and no more than that. Vegan. I only eat vegan. Yeah. Okay. No, listen, go subscribe to Mark's podcast and subscribe to our podcast, the Believe in Bangers podcast, and leave a five star review. Wait, go to our YouTube channel, DH well, number Sports, one. number one Bangers podcast. Yeah. And that is all we have for Mark Bergen and then Hoji. And John Sheeran, I'm Daddy McTook. We'll see you next time. So long, Sweetie Pies. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.